raise the hay. We are back with Mayhaps episode five. Wow. That's a lot five of episodes. episodes. That is. That's a whole Pretty series. That's been five weeks then. Wow. Well, yeah, it was six. <laughs> five weeks. Five that is weeks. Some good <laughs> stuff, America. Wow, we are we happy to be here this week. We have a whole lineup of so much good stuff. We brought the juice this week, America. The juice. That's sling for juice. <laughs> yes. So, some fun stuff happening. Next week is spring break here whoop, at Regent whoop. University. Oh, yeah. Got some big plans coming up. I know for me, I'll be working every day. Definitely some. That's big. <laughs> all day from like 8 a.m. till 8 at night. But lots of fun times within yeah. work. Love work. Work is great. Work is great. Um, Cass is going to Florida. Whoop, whoop. I will be working for one day before then, Dara. Don't. Hey. I'm Ooh. a hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> then i'm going to florida and tennessee so that'll be fun wow. but we'll give more updates on spring break next week Afterwards. after it actually Afterwards. happens yeah who yeah. knows what'll happen this this week probably some wild times maybe maybe no wild times we don't know that you'll have true. to wait and see um but something that we wanted to talk about today this is something that i thought of <laughs> i tend to dream a lot <laughs> i'm a big Dreamer, Big especially dreamer. when I'm asleep. <laughs> that is sometimes when we have some dreams. Yes. So yes, yes. I wanted to talk, Cass. What's what's some wild dreams you've had? Well, that's a funny thing that you ask me, actually, Dara, because in talking about what we were going to talk about for this podcast and what dreams we would talk about, uh-huh. I discovered. But I do not remember any of my <laughs> dreams. Zero. From you recently. Zero dreams. I mean, I'm trying to think. Ever in your life. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, here's one. Years and years ago. Years and years. It was more like a nightmare, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at my house in my dream, obviously. Well, probably in real life, too. <laughs> sleeping. Well, just sleeping hopefully. as you do. I'm at my house, and I don't remember any of the details. All I remember is this. There's a billy goat in my house, just oh. running around the kitchen. That's kind of scary, actually. <laughs> if you know me, that's almost not too far off from the truth. But no, we do not let billy goats in our house. I, I've never even owned a billy goat. So, what that even is a billy goat? Of. What's the difference between a goat and a billy goat? There's a topic for well, you. Your name is Billy. Ah, uh, it's name. Should have known. Anyways, known anyways, yeah, there's a billy goat running in my kitchen, and it headbutted my mom, and her head fell off. <gasps> Horrible, horrible dream. That is a big I, nightmare. I did not like that dream. Now it's just kind of amusing looking back. Like, what was my little kid head thinking? I mean, that must you know, have been terrifying. I feel like dreams but, stem from something. Yeah, they do. Dreams I'm actually, sure there's research on that. Oh, there's so much research on dreams. Probably should have researched but, that before <laughs> this. Well, the thing is, so much of the research is inconclusive. It's yeah. very hard for yeah. people to study well, dreams. people are so subjective, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. We all have different experiences. So that would be really hard to analyze. Yeah, it's hard to analyze. And just like the subconscious mind is just a crazy place. place. Yeah. So there are definitely people have studied dreams. They're so, so, so interesting. Mm-hmm. But they people, there's not like a lot of conclusive. 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 Research on dreams because they are so abstract. <laughs> They're just so strange. Yeah. But. They're really, really interesting things. I've always wanted an invention that would record your dreams. So Yes, right. While you're sleeping, right. it records it. Then you wake up, you can watch it like on TV. Yeah. I feel like dreams That's, would be so That was an episode of a show once. If we watched it. Oh, yeah. Then when we're asleep. <laughs> we would be. Because like when you remember a dream. Okay, so 
a little bit about dreams. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you have a dream and you wake up and you write it down immediately, you'll remember it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you'll forget it. It goes away. That's typically well, not not all the time. I was about to say. <laughs> as I said, we, we have not studied dreams enough. <laughs> but that's something of the sort. Mm-hmm. It's usually the dream will be gone within a few seconds of you waking up if you don't write it down immediately. Mm-hmm. Or just write down keywords, you know, write down things for you to remember. Mm-hmm. But if you do write down things to remember you'll remember your dreams more clearly you'll be able to eventually control your dreams yeah because there's a small percentage of the population Mm -hmm. that can actually control dreams that's great and you can train yourself to do that yeah you can train yourself to do it if you start a dream journal and you start writing down your dreams every time you have a dream boom you'll be able to control it within like probably a few months i generally forget my dreams one minute after i remember yeah exactly that's typical that's typical so it's really Interesting. I don't remember where I was going with that, but dreams are super cool, and (laughs) you should remember them and study them. Sure. (laughs) Anyways, what's a dream you've had, Dara? Um, I've had a lot of whack dreams in my life. Um, For instance, this is one of my most recent dreams Uh that I had. I had a dream that... Cassandra, you were in it. Oh, in of course. It. Yes. My friend Katie McElhannon. Oh, I'm Katie. You do know yes. Katie. <laughs> My friend Wesley Swain. Wesley, shout I know Shout out to you, Wes. Yes. Um, well, shout out to Katie, too. Shout out to Katie. Um, nice. They were all in a dream, and these are all my friends. Now, a little tidbit. Katie's never met Wes, right? Right. Wes lives in Georgia. But Cass has met Wes, but they've only met through me. Right. Okay, so yeah. they are we're tight. primarily we're my friends, friends right? Right. And so, in my dream, you guys shot a movie. Yeah. And everyone was there, like, all my friends, except you guys were the only people in the movie, but everyone... (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Why do you need more? (laughs) Everyone there was telling me I was not allowed to be in it. They were like, get away, Dar. Like, you're not supposed to be in this movie. (laughs) And it was so sad to me. But that was one dream that I had. Another dream I had, my friend, Olivia... I actually told her about this dream, so she already knows about it. Shout out to you, Liv. Um, this was a few weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. It was the most wild dream ever. Basically, <laughs> she was half human, half alligator, <laughs> and she was marrying a guy that looked a lot like Noah Centineo. Centineo? Centineo. Centineo. Definitely um, Not really obsessed with him, so I don't know how to say his name. She's obsessed. Definitely. That is not true. <laughs> That's not true, Monica. I'm not. It might be, though. It's literally <laughs> far yeah, from continue. it. Continue. Last thing on my mind. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways. He was also half alligator. Half human. And they had, like, a love. <laughs> And they had to, like, defend their alligator kingdom. And I just remember they're, like, hanging in the trees and swinging around. Kind of like monkeys, but they were alligators. And yeah. then Morgan Freeman was in it. <laughs> and he was someone's dad. Yeah. Um, that Probably was Noah's. Probably Noah's. They look alike. Um, then another dream. This is a big, famous dream of mine. I've had it many a big, times. <laughs> I've had it many times in my life. I got this dream as a kid, uh-huh. and just throughout my life, I haven't had it in years, but throughout my life as a kid, right. I had it many times. Oh, interesting. So it's very short, very short. What happened was, it's just me and Peter Pan, oh. live action Peter Pan, right? Me and Peter Pan, 
staring on the top of a mountain. It's all filled with grass, staring over this big valley, and the valley is filled with bison. Oh, of course. <laughs> and that is the whole dream. Wow. I what don't know dream. what it means, but it must mean something. Oh, it definitely means something. It, yeah. Maybe you and Peter Pan are going to meet one day, you best friends. Yes. <laughs> I want to feel the bison together. Hey, I'm What down. a fun time. I've always wanted a bison. Huh? <laughs> you guys want to hear a joke? <clears throat> Don't say it. What? It's a good joke. Hey, hey. Okay, you say it. I'll say a joke too. Here's the joke. What did... <laughs> Wait. What did the dad buffalo... No, don't say it. Say... <laughs> what did the dad buffalo say to the son buffalo when he went off to college? Bye, son. Bye, son. <laughs> Wow, okay, stand-up I have a joke. comedy. I have a joke. Um, <laughs> wait, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry about that, America. We'll oh, circle back. What is a great white shark's favorite game? Oh, shark attack. No, no. that's not a game. <laughs> Swallow the leader. Swallow the... That's Very a clap, good. America. My favorite joke. Anyways, I think that's enough about dreams yeah. for us. I'm sure I have more. A oh, little Oh, no, no, I have a dream. Okay, <laughs> all right, make it quick. I had this dream that... I used to be really scared of people kidnapping me. Oh. I had this dream when I was a kid that this guy kidnapped me. Ooh. And I don't remember ever seeing him in my life, but I've also heard that you only have dreams about people that you've seen before. Yeah, isn't that crazy? But I don't remember ever seeing him before. And then a few days later, I went to church, and he was there and came and started oh talking to my family. My and it was gosh. so scary. You better watch out for that guy. And that's why Pretty Dara sure he's actually taekwondo very nice as a kid. I, did, I yeah. do have a black belt in taekwondo. So that fun is little why, tidbit. Fun little tidbit about Dara. But also, another fun little tip about <laughs> pugs. <laughs> Did you know, America, that pugs can't actually swim? And believe me, I've been the owner of two pugs, and we have tried. <laughs> no pugs were injured in the... Mm-hmm making of this test of pugs swimming abilities but we did have to reel them in on their leash before (laughs) it's not a good time we took precautions and we saved them one time i had to dive into the lake with my tennis shoes on to go rescue my pug that was drowning this was before we knew they couldn't swim mind Mm -hmm. you he wasn't drowning he just was sinking a little Mm -hmm. but fun fact pugs actually a, a big reason why they can't swim is because their heads are so heavy. First of all, they're not that intelligent. But second of all, their heads are so heavy that they actually weigh their body down so that they swim downwards when they're trying to swim upwards. And it just boop, 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 and they swim down to the ground, and they drown. I've never actually seen this happen, thank the Lord, but I hear it, that it is something that is happening. Wow, that's really sad. Pug epidemic. Well, anyways... One more thing about the dreams. We have this kid who actually had a dream about us. We were the star of the dream. (laughs) This kid is actually... Okay, we'll give her a shout-out. Her name is Molly. Shout-out to you, Molly. Shout-out to Molly. She loves us. We love her. And she's the little sister of Cadence and Mo. Well, just Cadence, not of Mo. From our Bible study from Chew the Meat. Mm -hmm. You guys know the one. Anyways, she told us that she had a dream where we were playing soccer, just me and Dara playing soccer, mm-hmm. and then we ran up to her and said that we were obsessed with her. <laughs> so Wait, this no, I thought not... she said she was obsessed with No, her. we said oh. we were obsessed with her. Oh. <laughs> Which, I don't know why <laughs> she had this dream, but she was like, guys, I had this dream. It was funny. Anyways. That was really funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
I would do. I mean, that sounds kind of like a normal day. Us oh. playing soccer and then telling <laughs> someone we're obsessed with them. Kids. Yeah, classic us. Classic well, us. Speaking of normal days, though, a a perfect day. What would that look like for you, Dara? Ooh, what do you think perfect a perfect day. day? Yeah. Um, I like simplicity and I like people. Okay. And so I think it'd start with a pretty early morning because I mm. mornings are so peaceful. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we definitely start early. Um, with a really nice quiet time, probably mm-hmm. a cup of coffee in my hand. I don't even like coffee that much, but just the aesthetic, the aesthetic, yeah. um, and something it's warm, you know, it makes you feel ready. Right. So a cup of coffee, a really solid quiet time. Mm. Um, and one that is just 1000% focused on the Lord where you're yeah. learning and you just, you know, those moments where you're just like, wow, God is teaching me something right now through yeah. these words. And you you just feel so content and that is what I would like first that's the beginning that's the first thing that's the beginning then it would be a summer day summer is my favorite it would be super warm it would probably be at the beach Mm -hmm. at the beach with all my friends all of them all my friends from the whole universe whole universe and everyone would be getting along and it would be great. Um, we would probably stay in a big house together Aww. and go swimming a lot, go play in the sand, <laughs> meet some little animals. Um, wow. Ride a catch dolphin, some maybe. Fish. Catch Ride a dolphin. <laughs> um, what else would we do? We would eat a lot of food. I think one of the best feelings mm-hmm. is when you're in a swimsuit, the sun is beating down your skin, your hair is filled with salt water, and yeah. you're eating, like, watermelon. Yes. Or, like, a burger oh, or something. Chips. Chips things. are always really Chips nice. Chips are always really nice. Um, and then we... Basically, that's what we do all day is just hanging out, mm-hmm. resting, but having really great conversation, lots of giggles, lots of fun times. Fun um, times. Yeah. And then at night, have a campfire. Yes. And roast marshmallows on the, beach. on the beach and hot dogs and um, have a worship night. Yes. And maybe go do something crazy adventurous after that. Mm. Um, something wild and fun at the beach, I guess. Or drive somewhere. Like jump off the pier. No, that's illegal. That, <laughs> Don't do that. Um, something wild, though. Like I'm not sure. Like a plunge. Like a polar plunge. I don't really, know who would yeah. do that. That's know, kind crazy. of crazy. <laughs> Not adventurous enough for us. <laughs> what about you, though? Yeah. What's your perfect day? It's so hard to really define a perfect day. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are the parameters? Can I, mean, I yeah. stay awake for the 24-hour period and not get tired? Or no. do I have to stay within human limits? Human, human limits? human limits. Okay. I think it would also be waking up early. Either waking up early or at least, like, getting a really good start to the day. Because I love to get a good start to my day and know that I'm being productive. Mm -hmm. And this is going to sound really lame for a perfect day. But I just, I don't know, I'm the most happy when I'm productive and when Mm -hmm. I'm getting stuff done. And I think a lot of times right now in my life, I don't have a lot of days where I just get to stay at home and just clean my house or Mm -hmm. clean my room or clean my car or bake some food Mm -hmm. or just do something, you know, just do all those homey, nice, cozy little things. Mm -hmm. So whenever I get a day like that, that's like a perfect day for me at this stage in my life. Wow. Yours is way more realistic than mine is. (laughs) I thought it had to be the absolute perfect day. (laughs) No, well, but that is my perfect day. I mean, I can't really think of anything right now that would make me happier. I love hanging out with my friends. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and your family. And my family, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. I love hanging out with my family. But 
I love being productive. Like, if I hang out you with my friends for too long, I always just get restless. Like, I need to get back to, to, your to doing to what doing I'm supposed things. to be doing. You yeah. know what? Some of the best days are, um, are like, family night Bible camp days when we're yes. pouring into kids all day and it's warm and everything is happy and we have worship. But we're also getting things done. Like, yeah. we're setting up family night. We are pouring into kids, pouring into parents, pouring into everyone. Yeah. And we are learning more about Jesus and then we get to celebrate by having like a big party with everyone and a big yeah. shindig. That is pretty close to a perfect if we weren't yeah, so tired and grody and sweaty. But that's also that kind of the be... fun of it is being mm. so dirty and gross. Sure. And <clears throat> sweaty and disgusting. But you know you you are that way because you've worked so hard. And then you we go and get to like take a shower and get all refreshed and look nice for And then get night. sweaty again. And then get in sweaty like again. Five seconds. But also get a nice Actually, workout. Actually family night days are really good days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're hanging out with people and you're being productive. So let me change my perfect day just a little bit. So it start out very quiet, like a nice quiet time. And actually kind of similar to your perfect day, mm-hmm. Dara. Like you wake up and I have a good time of prayer and meditation, mm-hmm. reading my Bible, maybe listen to a sermon or something, right? Yeah. Start off with some worship music. And then I get to just go downstairs and I get to clean my house. I know it sounds so bad, but I love cleaning my house. I would clean my house, and I would dance around listening to Michael Buble and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and singing along into my broom handle. And then... (laughs) Leave me alone. And then my friends come over, and they help me. We set up for a party or something, you know, kind of like a family night, and Mm -hmm. we're all being productive. We're all doing something great. And then we have, like, I don't know, some kind of nice time. We do something wild. And then after that, we maybe have a giant sleepover. Yeah. And dance into the night, like a family night. Yeah. That, that sounds sense. nice. And it's like 75 degrees outside, sunny, so it's like perfect weather just for kind of anything you want. I prefer to. like 90 degrees. 90 degrees? I like hot. Yes. Well, your, your perfect day is at the beach. It is. So. It very much is. My perfect day lasts for like 160 hours just so that we can do anything we want to do you know what's funny though because like a perfect day totally depends on your mood like i love beach days but i also loved working in the capitol all day and Mm. being productive i loved lobbying to legislators like i there's so many other things that i love like i love working at bush gardens and working in their dance show i love dancing you know it's so hard to define a perfect day we're very blessed we We have a lot of Great days. It's so life. great that God allows us to do so many different things, especially at this stage in our lives. We get to mm-hmm. do so many different, like, yeah. things because we're in college, we're working, we're in clubs, mm-hmm. we're in family stuff, and church stuff, and mm-hmm. all kinds of different things. So we get to have so many different kinds of perfect days. And it really goes to show how much God cares about us and cares about our feelings that He would allow like these things don't matter at all like of course the quiet times and like worshiping the lord and the community matters but going to the beach like god never calls us to like that's not a command to go to the beach but he allows us that blessing and gives us joy through it because Mm -hmm. we're his children and he loves us and he wants us to feel joy like he doesn't want us to just hate this life even though it's hard like he gives us little gifts because he loves us. We're definitely supposed to enjoy things. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a time. What a time to be alive. What a time. Um, you know, it was also a time to be alive. <laughs> Back in the, oh, when was it? The 13s? The 2013, 2014? Uh, no, it was, yeah, it was like 2014. 13, 14, 15, 2014. Yeah. So... 
Little tidbit. I don't America. know if this was really a good time in my life. But. <laughs> it was. It was an excellent time in Dara's life. A lot of growth occurred. A lot of growth. Okay, so as you know, Dara and I grew up together, especially in the summers, mm-hmm. and especially from the time we were probably like 11, 12, mm-hmm. 13. Yeah. And when we were 14, I was 14. Dara's two months older than me, so mm-hmm. she had just turned 15. I was still 14. Mm-hmm. And we have our friend Delaney. Mm-hmm. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you, Delaney. Delaney. Woot woot. We love Delaney. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious and great. And very mature and wise. Very mature and wise. That is true. Anyways, we had a little squad. And we called ourselves the Sprouts. The Sprouts. Now, super brief history on the Sprouts. <clears throat> My older siblings started a group called the Shrubs. They were a friend's group. Their group was called the Shrubs. We were like the younger version of them, so we called ourselves the Sprouts. Yes. They were called the Shrubs because if you've seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, there's Roger the Shrubber. And for some reason, they really loved that movie. They were obsessed with it. And so they named themselves the Shrubs after Roger the Shrubber. And oh. we named ourselves the Sprouts after them. <laughs> Anyways, there were so many things Uh to... We'll talk about all that later, some Um, other time. But but, with that, we were like a family. Yeah, so we... So the main core family was me, Cassandra, and Delaney. We actually made a fake family. We called ourselves a fake family. The fake family. So Delaney was the dad, dad. Cassandra was the mom, and I was the daughter. (laughs) Yes. And this family expanded into all of Bible Camp. It's actually... I'm pretty sure it's still going on today. Yeah, all the little kids have, like, kids would come up to us and be like, hey, I'm your grandchild, like, once removed. And we're like, what are you, what? Yeah, they (laughs) love being part of the family. And there's, like, probably hundreds of kids. We have long since been out of that fake family. Well, but they still still consider us part of it. They love it. Like, they it's love start, it. it was such a big trend that happened. So it's been going on for, I guess, like six years. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, so we had we had this family. Yeah. I was the mom. Delaney was the dad. Dara was the kid. And the thing about Dara was she was very rebellious. Oh, the rebellious <laughs> kid. She was always getting into trouble, always roughhousing and ruffian. And her biggest thing, we, what Delaney and I said was immodesty. We said, Dara, you're wearing pants. What is that? You're wearing a t-shirt? Shows too much arm. So, so what we would do... They, they said I was too immodest, right? But let me remind you, fully covered. <laughs> fully covered. If well, I showed my ankles, ankles, immodest, they would say. If so I showed, showed my nose, yeah. immodest, they would say. So and let me, I think so America you know would agree that modesty. that's not fully covered. That is your nose showing. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, still rebellious. So We're still I had working a big it out of her. Problem with immodesty. She had a big problem. So what we would do is we'd take giant blankets and throw them on her. They and would cover strangle her. me with. We them. would we would gently <laughs> that was wrap her goal. tightly in them I and was put her on the floor. On the <laughs> They would hold them over me so I couldn't breathe barely. <laughs> she could breathe. She's alive today. So we would hold them on her, and then she would try to escape. She didn't like being under the blanket I did in not her like being under comfort the and modesty. Mm-hmm. So she tried to escape. And we have these things at Bible Camp. We have these little shops that we do oh, yeah, okay. at the end of yeah, the week, yeah. right? So we have all these prizes for kids because if they memorize Bible verses, they get points. And if they do homework sheets, they get points. Mm-hmm. So we have all these prizes. They get to spend them on these prizes. And couple of the prizes were baseball bats and golf clubs. They were plastic baseball bats and plastic golf clubs. We wish they were real, don't we, Dara? We do not. We wish it. Anyways, plastic baseball bats and golf clubs, and we decided to take those and use them as a disciplining measure for Dara. So what we would do is we would take these, and as she tried to escape, we would take them 
and beat her with it and beat her repeatedly, repeatedly. And we would say modesty and we would yell it at her over and over and say modesty. And then she would jump up and she would run into the other room with this giant blanket on her, like pushing past my family and anyone else who was in the house. And she'd run into the other room. We would catch her, tangle her out of the couch, beat her with these bats. And we were, we were giggling the whole time, having such a nice time. I was thought in it so was much harmless. pain. <laughs> Those bats in golf club, I know they're plastic, but they hurt. See, Delaney and I didn't know that. <laughs> we didn't realize until after the fact. <laughs> they definitely hurt. Oh, we thought, what can a little plastic golf club do? But then we hit each other with it. And yeah. boy, oh boy, did those sting. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh. we beat it out of Dara. She, she would oh, tell us. I'm she was not... like, guys, this hurts. This hurts. We were like, no, it doesn't. Modesty. <laughs> Keep beating. <laughs> but here I am today. Here she is today. I think I'm yeah. a better person, hopefully, from it. Huh. I think you definitely are. My ankle still You're welcome. some time, but... Yeah, we're still working on that. I bought you scrunchies to put on your ankles. Oh, that is true. <laughs> she did buy me scrunchies for my ankles. Dara asked for scrunchies for Christmas, so I got her... Actually, my sister gave me scrunchies, said, do you want these? I got them for free. I said, sure, perfect. I'll give it to Dara. <laughs> but they were huge, like the biggest scrunchies you've biggest ever seen, like a world. statement scrunchie, if you've ever mm-hmm. seen one. And so she took them, and she was so shocked. She's like, oh, thanks, Kaz, for these scrunchies. I love them so much. I said, you hate them. She took it, and she put it on her ankle. She said, I think it would fit better here. <laughs> I care my ankle. So she's learning. Anyway, she's yeah. learning modesty still, slowly yeah. but surely. But, yeah, that's what we did with the sprouts. It was a good time. Ah, what a time of life. It was a time. Love no, it. No, it was really fun. Uh, <laughs> it was painful, but I learned a lot. You so. <laughs> like to stay away from Kaz and Delaney. <laughs> Um, those were good times. Those were I miss those times. Uh, but yeah, kids can be rebellious. Kids can be they really very can. rebellious, especially in this generation. Not yeah. not talking about the fake family anymore. Talking about like serious. Yeah, actually serious. We have a big problem in our culture. Yeah, kids are very entitled and yeah. are very dishonorable to their mother and father. And as we see in the Bible, that is a very big sin. Yeah, definitely. A lot of times, I think we think of like teenagers as being rebellious right mm-hmm. like you turn 13 to till the time you're like 17 you're like uh-huh. oh i'm gonna do what i want uh-huh. i'm gonna sneak out of the house or whatever like typical teenage rebellion things and you don't want to listen to your parents but i think that problem doesn't really end when you get more to our age mm-hmm. even though we're more autonomous we have more freedoms i think it just is more concealed and there's not as much friction there because oftentimes we move out or we like go to college or mm-hmm. we do you know whatever we want to do and we're just not around as much and our parents don't have as much control over us but that mm-hmm. spirit of rebellion is still there that's just my thoughts on it what about you Dara what do you think about no I definitely like, agree age? I think there's so much to it now like in the past we always say teenagers were rebellious yeah. um but I think a lot of that is because we allow them to be rebellious yeah we say in our culture now oh if they're a teenager like they're gonna be crazy they're gonna go and sneak out but that's that's allowing them to do that like my mom's co-workers she had their daughters are crazy and like sneak out all the time and are always crazy and rebellious and they just accept it because they're teenagers Mm -hmm. but that you're accepting it though yeah they there's no reason for them to act like that because if you look in old times teenager like the word teenager did not exist it wasn't a thing you were a man and you were a woman by that age and you acted like it and so yeah this concept of being a teenager shouldn't really exist like you should have the maturity 
And even with dishonoring your mother and father, it's not even just with teenagers now and with young adults. It goes, you see little kids being super disrespectful to their parents nowadays, and we're just accepting it. And the Bible is very clear that you do not disrespect your mother and your father. And that comes with your tone, like your you how you respond to them it comes with your actions and it comes with your heart set too yeah like even after you move out and you're an adult yes you're going to have more freedom and yes you can make your own decisions but that should all come from a respect for your mother and father yeah absolutely even if your parents aren't like walking in the lord and Mm -hmm. have a good relationship with christ you still have to honor them Mm -hmm. you definitely still have to honor them i mean proverbs says that if you it says the the eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to mm-hmm. his mother. It says the ravens of the valley will pluck it out and the eagles will eat it. I'm probably butchering that verse a little bit. But look up that verse and let that sink into your hearts because that mm-hmm. doesn't just say little kids. It doesn't just say rebellious teenagers. It says just anyone. Mm-hmm. If you don't honor your parents, mm-hmm. you're going to suffer consequences. Even we're memorizing Ephesians 6 right now. Mm-hmm. And it the first the thing first it says verse. is children obey your parents honor your father and your mother which is the first commandment with promise that you will live long in the land and i think that that's so important that it talks about like Mm -hmm. promises for good if we do honor our parents but there's always there's so many references to it in scripture that we need to do it and it is definitely a problem in our culture even Mm -hmm. at our age like you were saying with the teenage rebellion people are just letting their kids do these things Mm -hmm. and get away with them and that's not helping them at all like that should be parents should be instructing them even more at that Mm -hmm. age because we're in such a stage of development Mm -hmm. and we need that guidance and especially in our culture we have such a problem with teenage rebellion and just teens doing crazy things and instead of just throwing your kids to the wolves we need to be instructing them we need to be teaching them and holding on to them Mm -hmm. tighter than ever not in like a overbearing parent way but just you know, teaching them the word, we don't stop teaching them when they're 13 just because they get a little harder. Well, and I that's mean, the next verse in Ephesians 6 is, But fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but train them up in the, bring them up in the training and admonition yeah, of the Lord. Definitely. So, 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 so important to honor your parents. There was this sermon that I was um, listening to. This was a while back, but it talked about paths in the snow is what it called them. And mm-hmm. it said that kids, like, when you're younger, people always are, like, dismissing all these little things that you do. But those are building habits for the future. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to perpetuate and perpetuate and perpetuate. And then you get to college and you have all this freedom and you you go crazy instead mm-hmm. of having those boundaries when you're a teenager so that you develop good habits and you grow discernment and you learn wisdom. And then you can apply that in your adult life. We're just not doing it as much as we should be, mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, and yes, there still is freedom. You are an adult. You can make your own decisions. And especially if your parents aren't those that are following the Lord, if they ask you to do something that doesn't honor the Lord, then you have to honor the Lord first. Yeah. But that all comes from an attitude of respect. Whatever yeah. you do has to be an attitude that shows that you honor them you can't just say no I'm gonna do this because I know what's up like I know what's right no you you listen to them and if they're giving you wise advice then you should do it honestly because they are going to be wiser than you they're older than you they've gone through much more and they know you better than you probably know yourself yeah um 
and so you, you should listen to them and if it's something that doesn't honor the lord then don't do it but respect them with that definitely respect and point them. Don't them like, to jesus with yeah, that don't yell in their face and be like mom dad this is really stupid what you're doing never mm-hmm. try to talk down to your parents and honestly i don't think it's our place as children to try to change our parents at all even if you know that they're being completely wrong we're not supposed to go up to them and just be like hey you suck and this is a terrible mindset that you have and all this we need to pray for them we can present things to them kindly and mm-hmm. with love but never in a mind never with the attitude or the mindset of like i know better than you yeah. and this is why yeah. it should always be like hey i think that this is god's truth and i know you're older than me probably wiser than me in so many areas and all that but just i wanted to like tell you this and if they say no then you let it go you don't push your parents and try to yeah like force them into things or anything and i think but. sometimes it can be really easy to respect your parents with your words and your actions but you have to always check your heart mm-hmm. like for instance let's say your parents ask you to do some chore and mm-hmm. You are super busy with school and you don't really want to do it, but you still do it because in your heart you say, oh, yes, I need to honor my mother and father, so I'm going to go do it. But are you doing it with joy and are you glad to do it? Or are you just doing it just to check it off your list and say that you honored your mother and father? Like, we should be honoring them with joy and thankfulness, too, and being glad for the opportunity to honor them. So if they ask us to do anything, like, it should be, we should rejoice because that's an opportunity to honor them and an opportunity to glorify the Lord. Yeah, definitely. And even like with your actions, like you're saying, I mean, I think it can be easier to hold your tongue sometimes mm-hmm. and not like, I mean, I'm not yelling at my parents or anything like mm-hmm. I, I have a great relationship with my parents, but sometimes it's easy to let your actions just slip. Not even in just like if your mom says, take out the trash and Mm -hmm. you take out the trash like great you're obeying your mom but even just like letting them know what's going on in your life Mm -hmm. and just staying in touch with them a little bit of background for Dara and I is we're both commuters Mm -hmm. at school so it's almost like we have two lives going on you know we live our lives at college and we have a lot of freedom and autonomy and then we come home and we're with our family and we're trying to like it's like we have a family life at home and then we have like a college life Mm -hmm. and I think we both try to make time to be with our families mm-hmm. instead of just Definitely. like pretending like we live on campus because it's so important like God has us here for a reason. Yeah. He has us commuting because he wants us commuting. He wants us to yeah. keep those bonds really, really close. I know for me, I have a 15-year-old sister at home and I know that I don't want to just like abandon her and leave her like an only child. Like mm-hmm. I need to keep that relationship tight because that's where God has me in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know Dara, you have like I have my nieces and nephews yeah. at home, um, and they're all under the age of nine. And so I always want to be there as much as possible to pour into them and to yeah. love them. So we have responsibilities, and we should be um, tying it back to honoring your parents. Mm-hmm. Like we should be striving to keep those relationships really tight because mm-hmm. so often we just go off and do our own thing yeah. and we're not really we're paying not attention to our parents. To it's like yeah. it's like a hotel for us. We mm-hmm. just go home at night and sleep there and we're not like texting them throughout the day. Like we would text our friends throughout the day or like call our friend just for fun mm-hmm. or not just when we need a reference for something or mm-hmm. when we can't remember our password and we need our mom to look it up or you know not just for when we need things yeah but just we should be continually growing that relationship yeah. with them intentionally growing it 
Definitely, definitely, definitely. And God placed people as your parents for a reason. You may not like it, but they did it. Yeah. I mean, I'm very blessed. I, I love my parents, and so I'm... I do love my like I like my parents yes. too. Just to clarify, um, we just love to clarify, our mom and dad, we if you all... listen to this, I <laughs> love, love you and you. I like you, so we're good there. Um, but I know some people don't, yeah. and that can be a really difficult thing. But where you are in that position for a reason, yeah. and it take encouragement to know that. Let's say if your parents don't know Jesus and you're overwhelmed that they don't know Jesus, know that God placed you there because he knew that you could show them Jesus yeah and he will use you as an encouragement and don't get overwhelmed by that but be encouraged because God put you there for a reason so that means he's going to use you for a reason definitely I think a key word there is show show Jesus Mm -hmm. it's not just like you have to preach at them every second and stuff but they'll notice like you have a change inside of you and Mm -hmm. people will notice that including your parents you can Mm -hmm. still be completely honorable and respectful Mm -hmm. and just show them that testimony mm-hmm. but be humble about it yeah. so important to stay humble stay humble and in, in listening to your parents mm-hmm. or even disagreeing with your parents it's not dishonoring to disagree it's about how you disagree and yeah. why you're disagreeing so stay close to god spend time with your parents and honor mm-hmm. them yep Already, yeah, we'll, was... <laughs> we'll leave you with that challenge. Yeah. Go invest in your relationship with your parents. Invest in your relationship and your, your mother and father. And, and you will be blessed. Mother. Look it up. It's in the scriptures. <laughs> you <laughs> ready? Wait, so you get it. <laughs> Are you ready? Mayhaps. <laughs>